Welcome to Residential Tech Talks. I'm Jeremy Glowacki, Executive Editor of Residential Tech Today. On this week's podcast, Jim Garrett joins us from Southern California, where he is Senior Director of Product Strategy and Planning for Harman Luxury Audio Group, the home of five prestigious brands, JBL Synthesis, Mark Levitson, Revel, Lexicon, and Arcam. It's almost time for Cedia Expo in Dallas, the first time we all get together again for uh, the past three years, if you don't count last year's sort of small show. That's where Harman Luxury Audio Group typically makes a big splash with new products. A lot's been introduced in the past year, but not much has been seen in person. It'll be a great opportunity for Jim and his team to introduce a lot of new products to their dealers and anyone interested in selling Harman Luxury products. Some of the brand announcements uh, you'll see on our website and others you might be learning about right around showtime but it seemed like a great time to check in with Jim and learn more about these cool new products. Jim Garrett, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Jeremy, how are you doing? Thanks for having me. Yeah, you appeared last time in early 2021. I had to look back to see when that was post-virtual CES, I think, at the time. Um, That seems like about right. Um, I tried to have you on earlier this week, but you had a little bit of a throat thing, couldn't talk so well. Where were you coming back from that got you sick? (laughs) <laughs> well, we went off to the uh, Audio Advice Live event that was out in Raleigh, North Carolina. So uh, that was a fantastic weekend outside of bringing back some type of head cold with me. But uh, yeah, it was it was a great thing. And it was kind of one of those things to be back at a show and an event, a bit of a preview of maybe what's going to go on at Cedia. So uh, it was a great weekend. Yeah, that was a warm up for you there. And, uh, and, and also probably the getting sick part. So maybe, maybe you got that one out of the way. <laughs> well, um, yes, hopefully that one's done and gone. I don't need to repeat that for Cedia. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm, I'm sort of on the fence. I really don't want to wear a mask for like eight hours a day on a, tr- on a show floor, but I remember the folks that went to Infocom and how many of them came back with something. And I just, I don't like being sick <laughs> and I've got a little bit of a sore throat myself right now. And, yeah. uh, man, it's just a tough call. I did travel last week as well. I was out your way, um, for another manufacturer event. And uh, I'm sure that's why I've got the scratchy throat and I tried masking up in the plane, but you're napping and you feel like you're going to suffocate. <laughs> you're just not used to having <laughs> the mask on anymore. It's been, it's yeah. been a little while of freedom. So Anyway, yep. we'll see how it goes, and uh, you know, the end of September. Fingers crossed that everybody stays healthy and has a great has a great show. But uh, let's dive in and talk about your products because um, I know um, there's there's a, there's been a few announcements. You said everything um, that we're going to talk about is pretty much announced. So um, I don't know what's been actually shipped, what's in hands of dealers yet, but maybe you can walk me through. Maybe start. On the JBL side, uh, architectural sure. loudspeakers and what's new there and what, what's exciting about uh, the evolution of these products. Yeah, so we've uh, been putting a lot of uh, development into the JBL architectural range. It's something that we've we fleshed out a couple of new series of products. We announced them, oh gosh, a couple months ago. 
specifically Stage 2 Architectural Series, which is now in production, shipping out to all the global regions. And then the second one we did was the Stage XD Series, which is a range of indoor-outdoor loudspeakers. Those are, are actually going into production, I think, next week. So by the time we're there at Cedia, you know, those will be flowing out to, uh, to the regions as well. So those are probably the, the two biggest ones. We did have a couple of those products at the Munich show. Uh, it's not really a, a CI-focused show, but there were some of our distributors there that w- wanted to see them. Uh, so here at CD, it'll really be the first time to get these out and show them off at a, at a proper CI show. So I'm definitely excited about those two. Uh, Stage 2 Architectural is a complete range of products. There's eight models in that series of in-wall in ceilings. It's got core JBL transducer technologies in it. It's got all the usual great features you'd want to have with a zero bezel magnetic grill and our what we call the XL2 dog leg, which is uh, a dog leg that can clamp up to two inch material thickness. Uh, transducer technologies in them, metal dome tweeters, uh, our traditional uh, JBL motor structures on the woofers, pretty high quality networks even on these. Uh, um, uh, the components that we put into this are pretty atypical of what you'd find at these price points. This range sits lower in the mix right now. Um, it will really be the the entry level range for us in the JBL product. So this, the speakers, most of the six inch footprints are like one hundred and fifty dollars each retail, and the eight inch footprints about two and a quarter each. So not crazy expensive products by any means. Um, and uh, I think that's going to be a pretty exciting range. Just again, I think the quality, uh, the features, the quality of the sound that's in these things is they they punch well above their weight, as we like to say. Um, and that'll be something that's pretty exciting. The stage name people may recognize. We do have a, a range of box loudspeakers called Stage already. Um, those have, have been you know well received uh, in the market. We've won some awards for those, um, and that's a you know traditional box floor stander center surround subwoofer type of product. So these actually match. So if people wanted to kind of mix and match products throughout a house. You could do, you know, in-ceiling speakers with a box and a floor stander and center channel up at the front of the room. The Stage XD, which is the indoor-outdoor family, also shares the stage name, also shares the same technology. So here again, we've got an aluminum uh, tweeter that's got our acoustic lens and our HDI um, waveguides that are paired with that. Similar woofer technologies, although in this case weatherized. And they work as well indoors as they do outdoors. Probably the most unique thing about these two, there's two models in the range, Stage XD5, Stage XD6. The XD stands for extreme durability, uh, so they're weatherized. So whereas we use a uh, fiber composite paper cone woofer in the in the in-ceiling in-walls and the box products and the outdoors, it's obviously a polypropylene to withstand the environments. But we did push those things not only in terms of performance, they're outstanding performance acoustically, but from a weatherization standpoint, those are up to IP67 uh, waterproof. So they basically could be submerged. You know, you got them out on your patio next to your pool. They can get splashed, sprayed with a hose, leave them out all year long. Uh, so an exceptionally durable product uh, from that standpoint. So those two things together really kind of combine to make the new entry level of our JBL architectural range. Yeah, that application you're describing there with the in-ceiling outdoors is something that I don't typically think of or picture in my head when I think of outdoor uh, loudspeakers. And uh, and it's funny, though, that our previous guest was John Siaka, who I'm sure you know, and uh, <laughs> yeah. he, knows, he knows you well. 
And he just was talking on the podcast about doing a, a porch, a wraparound porch installation there in South Carolina. Sounded very Southern home, you know, style. And, yep. um, and, and that would be a perfect uh, application for what you're talking about, those speakers. And uh, as well as, I guess, um, I, I don't know, would, would you have like outdoor uh, like pool house type, I don't know, th those types of environments. I'm trying to picture where outdoor in-ceiling speakers would fit in, but porches sound like a great application there. Yeah, there's so we've, for a couple years now in the Revel brand, we've had our Extreme Climate series and we have landscape speakers. We've got uh, surface mount indoor outdoors, like what we've got with these JBLs. And we do make two specific weatherized in-ceiling uh, products in that range. We've actually already been asked if we will create a similar product like that in the JBL range, but it does lend a, a great solution to putting some speakers in eaves. Or if you think about like a three season room outside somewhere there, uh, there's a couple of different applications that work really well for that type of speaker where you don't want to have, you know, a box basically and effectively a, a bookshelf speaker, right? And a traditional yeah. outdoor speaker stuck on a wall or anything like that. That's where those uh, come into play a little bit more. But I think we've seen now um, throughout the pandemic, as people have been stuck at home, there is a you know increased interest in outdoor entertainment spaces as people have are nesting and and you know uh, upping their AV systems around the house. That is something where a lot of people are, are living outdoors. Whether you're, you're dining outdoors, you're doing entertainment. Whether you've got a pool, a hot tub, outdoor kitchen area, uh, outdoor fireplace. People are putting TVs out there now. So these types of products, a, a, a truly weatherized speaker is a perfect solution to go into those type of environments. It's just something you put up. It's durable. You don't have to worry about it. It's going to last. It's going to sound great. So good solution and that, for that. The, and they, they, that, that's a different product line than something you might put in a, in a yacht, right? That's not... That's a different. Um, yeah, for the most part. Although we have same thing, you know, back to our our Revel Extreme Climate range, we've seen specifically on those uh, in ceiling products that they've been used in a yacht or another type of environment. Those were as the extreme durability side of JBL and extreme climate side of Revel, uh, two different brands, but basically, you know, same category, uh, very durable outdoor products. And the level of weatherization that we put into those extreme climate products, we've had people from Revel, right? We've had people put those into yachts. Um, we've had some here down Santa Monica area uh, that, that puts them on, you know, four or five years ago. And they've done very well in that type of environment. Um, it's similar to some coastal areas. You know, you get to Florida and, and other places like that where you're exposed to uh, moist air, salt, salty sea air and whatnot. Um, the products do very well in those. There's always going to be some application. Somebody can bring me one somewhere. This grill's rusty. Yeah, eventually some of these environments are so tough. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to keep things there. But these products have done very, very well in those environments. And uh, it's been a good solution. I noticed in uh, the description of your uh, architectural range that there are um, also ceiling square angled uh, models in the line. Yeah. Um, yep. That sounds like an interesting application where, where they're angled so you can position them and that's a, uh, like a 15 degree angle um, for the listing sure. position. So very cool. Yeah, there's it, we have we've got our traditional six and eight inch round in ceiling speakers in the stage two architectural range. Well, what we created the CSA is uh, the, that suffix at the end of the model number is ceiling square angled. Uh, for those that are looking for the secret decoder ring on model <laughs> numbers. So a uh, 260 CSA would be a, a stage two six inch woofer 
ceiling model square angled. <laughs> so <laughs> there's your secret decoder. Uh, so for those products, what we've done with those, you know, a traditional six or eight inch in ceiling, they tend to aim pretty much straight down. Uh, at the floor, and you've got a broad area of coverage off of those. But there are a lot of people now that are looking for uh, ceiling speakers that are fixed uh, off at an angle. And so in the case of these two CSA models, they are fixed at about a 15 degree angle. So the entire assembly, the woofer and tweeter assembly is uh, on that angle, which makes it work well for an in-ceiling LCR, or it could be a high channel in an immersive audio system. Uh, it could be a surround speaker, any place where you maybe aren't going to want to have it right above your head firing straight down at the floor. The square part of it comes from just the design aspect of it. You know, there's a lot of, of uh, contemporary homes now that have square ceiling fixtures, whether it's lighting or any other fixtures that are up on the ceiling. And a round traditional grill is going to look out of place in that application. Uh, some of the markets around the world for us, too, specifically when you get to South America, uh, square in-ceiling fixtures are way more popular than round as well. So that's something that's unique in the range. There's a six and an eight inch that are that square uh, footprint with an angled uh, um, driver configuration in it. And then we make for the traditional round ones, the six and eight inch in-ceilings, and we make a dual tweeter, we made a square adapter kit for those. So same thing, if you want to have a square footprint in the ceiling with any of the end ceilings, you could do that uh, with, with the products in the stage two range. Great. Um, well, let's uh, take a short break. We'll continue our conversation with Jim Garrett after this. Do you want superior smart home automation at a great value? Shelly Wi-Fi relays by Alterco Robotics cover DC to line voltage, allowing you to control lights, outlets, appliances, garage doors, pumps, and much more. There are Shelly sensors and power measurement devices to help you measure temperature, humidity, lux, or motion, and electrical consumption from single wire to three phase with neutral. You can use Shelly with a licensed driver for Control 4, Elon, or other premium systems, as well as your customer's existing hub, voice assistant, or any platform that accepts REST, MQTT, or CoAP. Shelly can make IoT very easy. Available now at Blackwire, City Electric Supply, and Worthington, or at ShellyUSA.com. Welcome back. We're talking with Jim Garrett, Senior Director of Product Strategy and Planning for the Harman Luxury Audio Group. And Jim, we were covering JBL um, architectural speakers. Um, I see you had some streaming loudspeakers as well that uh, have been introduced. Is that also within the JBL line? Yes. Yeah. So we have two. Uh, those were both introduced earlier this year. Uh, we have had a chance for a few people that have seen those out and about. Um, we had them both at uh, the Munich High-End Show back in May, uh, but we did introduce them earlier this year. So in the classic series, which is where our iconic JBL uh, L100 lives, uh, we've got the new L75 MS music system, which is an all-in-one system. It has the same style as the L100, the L82, the L52, all the classic series loudspeakers. So it's got the black Quadrex foam grill that everybody knows and loves on the front of it. And it's got a bit of a curved front panel on it, but it's an all-in-one unit that can be a complete music system if you want it. Uh, you've got wired and wireless connectivity. So it's part of the Google Chromecast ecosystem. It's Apple AirPlay. It's Bluetooth. It's got an HDMI uh, ARC input. It actually has a phono input. So if you're, you know, this is a great product. If you're in a small space, it's uh, your complete hi-fi system. If you want to put uh, audio for video, 
with that HDMI input on the back of it now, we've seen a lot of people that are like, this is a great upgrade from a soundbar solution because it's still compact, a single unit. You don't have a rack of outboard components, anything like that. Uh, but now I've got sound for my television that comes in, whether it's gaming or watching movies or anything like that. We even put a uh, sound field expansion mode on it. So you take it from its normal two-channel hi-fi operation to a, a pretty broad, effective, simulated surround with that. So that's the L75MS. On the flip side, we've got the 4305P studio monitor, which is actually the one that's sitting on the shelf right behind me here. So that is a uh, pair of five and a quarter inch two-way bookshelf loudspeakers. They have all the same acoustic capabilities of our studio monitor range. So our patented compression driver, HDI horns on it, uh, a very powerful five and a quarter inch woofer in this little guy. Uh, but we gave them the same streaming capabilities. So Google, Apple, Bluetooth, uh, they have legacy uh, wired capabilities. Uh, there's a USB and a digital. Um, but one of the things that we saw during the pandemic, again, kind of a rise in home content creation. So the people are doing exactly what you're doing right now with podcasts or they're writing songs or making your, you know, maybe your next TikTok dance video could be <laughs> done. Home, right. right. Uh, so in that case, we put a uh, uh, an XLR slash TRS combo jack on the back. So for a quarter inch input, if you've got an audio interface and you're writing songs or making videos at home, this becomes a great tool in that case for content creation because it could be your desktop solution for that. And when you're creating, you're using it. When you're done, you just want to listen to music. Now I can stream you know, from Cobuzz or Tidal or whatever off my phone. That's my hi-fi system. And it's the same thing. Now you've got true stereo separation the sound quality from those guys, every time we've demoed one of these at a show, people are like, well, where's the subwoofer? There's the subwoofer around here somewhere. No, they sound like little floor standing loudspeakers. And I think to have that kind of audio performance with the ease of connectivity that people have gotten used to from you know Bluetooth portable products uh, and no extra components anywhere, that's been a, a really cool solution for us. So both of those will be there at the show and, and we'll be demonstrating them. Yeah, I love the the L um, seventy five MS blend of the past and the and the modern, you know, technology. That's really great uh, bringing yeah. those two together. Traditional. Um, now, switch gears. I guess um, if you if you think that's the right place to go, because you know the line better than I do, uh, is is it good to talk about RCAM now and uh, the AVR? Sure. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, in RCAM, uh, we earlier this year, I think in uh, March, February, March timeframe, we announced the uh, upgraded HDMI variants of all of our AVRs. So there were there are five models in the range. The top, and that includes an AV processor. The processor and the top three AVRs have all been upgraded to HDMI 2.1 capability. So that gives us full support for 8K video on all inputs and outputs. It's uncompressed, so it's a very high-performance video solution on those. And we just updated and revved all the model numbers. So everything else remains the same in the range. So what was an AVR 10 is now an AVR 11. What was the AVR 20 is a 21. The 30 is now the 31. And then the processor, the AV 40 is, is the 41. So those products uh, have the same capabilities they did before, just with upgraded HDMI uh, 2.1 capability on the video. So 
Um, and one of the cool things about that as well, too, the uh, specifically in the case of the processor, the AV41. So that has now been listed as a, a finalist from Cedia for the uh, hardware awards that are going on for the show. So I'm excited about that one. And I hope that uh, we'll be able to uh, see a win <laughs> out of that piece there. So very good. Yeah. And um, I know that whenever we go to Cedia in person and uh, I go to the to, to your booth, uh, there's always something with the JB, JBL synthesis demo room. Um, there's, there's, there's always a great full room of speakers, you know, everything <laughs> on display, everything you can listen to in one room and, and a home theater environment. Are you doing something similar this year um, to, to highlight the synthesis part of your line? Absolutely. It's always a hit of the booth. People want to come by and hear our immersive audio demos. Um, you know, we used to do those massive over the top systems. We've scaled it back a little bit, but now we actually have two of them. So uh, one of the things that's been happening with JBL Synthesis is we've expanded the range both upwards and downwards. Um, so we've uh, uh, created some new products now that allow us to hit much more aggressive price points on the low end. And again, we know that not everybody's building these huge dedicated cinema rooms. They're doing smaller multipurpose rooms. Uh, and so we've created products that work well for that. And if you're familiar with the brands, it was the SCL 5, 6, 7, and 8 are the new in-wall and ceiling products that we announced for the range. And then on the opposite end, going to bigger, better, uh, more capable systems, we have our flagship SCL1 and SSW1, which are kind of ultimate performance uh, uh, LCR and subwoofer solutions. So those flank what was the core of the range before, SCL2, 3, and 4, and the matching subwoofers for those. At the same time, we've updated the electronics. So the AVR that we have in JBL Synthesis and the processor have also been upgraded to 8K video for those. So we're going to have a smaller room that's more of a living room environment that's going to be uh, one of the smaller synthesis systems based off an AVR. With our G-Class power amp, it can run everything, no need for outboard power amps. We've got a new dedicated subwoofer amplifier uh, that works with the SSW4, which is our smallest submodule. And so you package those two together, you've got a, a very affordable way to create a very high performance immersive audio system. So that'll be a, a 7.1.4 system. And again, kind of a small little living room space. To the left of that, we've got our larger, I would say it's, it's maybe a, a mid to larger size synthesis system. And that's the room we've had before. It's expanded to three rows of seats now, but we're using the SCL2 LCRs in that room. And that's a 9.1.6 uh, solution in that system. And that uses a separate processor and outboard amplifiers in that case. So all of the synthesis systems, as you're familiar with, are scalable, you know, from size. And with our the, the calibrations that we do uh, to the Harman target curve, the upfront specifications that we do, it all pretty much guarantees that level of performance. It's just, is it for a small room? Is it for a bigger room? How loud can the system can play? Um, and this is also uh, the first time this year, you'll be able to see part of the new uh, certified systems program that we have. Both of these systems represent two examples of our JBL synthesis, JBL synthesis certified systems <laughs> program. Say that three <laughs> times fast. Exactly. So, uh, so th those will be there. And I think it, that, you know, and then your imagination could take you wherever you go from there, right? You can imagine as great as that bigger room sounds. I think that bigger room's probably like, uh, 
I would guess it's probably around a eighty to eighty five thousand dollars system at retail. That smaller room is going to be more like a twenty five thousand dollars system, so much more affordable. But we just upgraded the theater in the Northridge campus with our flagship products, and that's about a quarter of a million dollars for the audio. And then you can go, you know, further from there. And that that system is jaw dropping. So I'm hoping that people now, again, it's such an experiential thing to sit in a synthesis theater and 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 get that demonstration that people will see and recognize that scalability just from the two systems we have uh, in the booth at the show. Well, you led into a question I was going to ask you about the uh, headquarters there in Northridge. And I know there's an event coming up for the press that I can't attend personally, but uh, Michael Heiss is going to attend for the magazine. And uh, I have been to Northridge before, and I'm assuming the the folks that haven't been there are going to get a chance to not only be in that uh, that reference level uh, uh, theater that you have, but see that massive commercial space as well that you have uh, on display. It just really shows the breadth of the Harmon family beyond residential um, to the big, you know, theater stuff, the big uh, concert uh, audio capabilities as well. Um, yep. it, that, that's an impressive space. Can you just kind of like give people, I, 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 you've been there, you, you work there, so <laughs> you can tell it better than I can, having been there a couple of times, uh, what that space is and what it, all it, it, it encompasses there. Yeah. So the Northridge campus is, is kind of legendary in the audio industry. It's, you know, been around for decades and it's really the acoustic center of excellence for all of Harmon. And it's one of the few facilities where we've got people from every division of the company that work there. It's, it's you know, the Harmon Professional Division is is based out of there, and a lot of their acoustic engineering is done. Our luxury audio team's based there, and there's several other uh, divisions of the company that are based there. It's also where we've got uh, Dr. Sean Olive and a lot of the Harmon X corporate research team, Todd Welty, who a lot of the uh, viewers may know. Um, a lot of that work that's come out of, of what they've done, and, you know, Floyd Toole prior to them, are things, uh, research that's led to industry standards that not only we follow, but the whole industry does. So I think it's a great opportunity for people to see that whole facility in this case. Um, we've been what was supposed to be a quick remodel during the pandemic turned into more than a year of mm -hmm. a full gut on the facility. So uh, we're getting moved back in there now. But uh, in addition to the laboratory and the engineering facilities there, we do have a couple of showcase rooms. One is the John Ergel Theater, which is our flagship JBL synthesis uh, demonstration room that's there. Uh, we developed that room in partnership with a couple of other uh, manufacturers there. Uh, so we've got some partnerships there with Acoustic Smart out of New York, helped do the interior design in that place. And we're showcasing their chairs and seating. Uh, Middle Atlantic helped us with the gear in there. We've got uh, Kaleidoscape, you know, music server, DPI with a projector. So there's a lot of uh, uh, really high-end uh, components that are in a system that just make a, a I think, <laughs> to brag personally, are probably one of the best sounding rooms that's out there for people to listen to. So that's a great thing uh, to see in here. And we did take the opportunity, as I mentioned, to upgrade all the loudspeakers with our new flagship products. On the other end of the building uh, is what we call the, the Pro Experience Center. And the professional division built that probably five years or so ago as a showcase for all of the different products that they do on the pro side of the business. And if you're familiar with Harmony Professional, 
we do virtually everything from microphones to signal processors to lighting to amplification to loudspeakers, of course. If, if you're at a concert and you're looking at everything on the stage, we pretty much make everything except the musical instruments that are on stage. So, uh, And with the acquisition of Martin Lighting a few years ago, even all the stage lighting is us. So that Pro Experience Center back there showcases how all of those products and technologies work from, you know, hospitality to uh, enterprise, whether, you know, office spaces, work from home solutions, um, restaurants, uh, clubs. And then we have a large performance venue, the one that you were talking about, that can both serve as, you know, a several hundred seat uh, theater space, but primarily is used as a live music venue in there with a stage and, a, you know, a, a big audio system in that. And that's a great place that's got a, a huge over-the-top light show in there. And so we can and bring people in and do demonstrations. And it's something that people, A, don't have a chance to really see up close unless you've been to a concert and you're typically not going to be up close to see how all that gear works. Uh, so that's something that's really unique there. But for us in the luxury side, you know, we use a lot of those pro technologies, specifically on the loudspeaker side. And so it's a great way to kind of show how we work and how we share some of the technologies with compression drivers and horns and the benefits that they give you on the pro side. We we use those same benefits on the consumer side. And I think it's a great way when you wrap it all together to show that our brands are really pretty much the only brands that are involved in content creation all the way to playback. So, you know, our products were used when the movie was shot and, and mastered in post-production, whether it was played back in a the theater or the band you saw live in a venue, or where now you're replicating that in your home, in your hi-fi system or your home theater system. And so it's a great way to kind of just wrap it all together when you do that full tour in the Pro Experience Center. I yeah, wish I'm you jealous. could be out here with us for it. So. I know. I'm jealous uh, that folks are going to get to see all the new stuff and uh, the renovation there. But uh, definitely uh, count me in for the next time. I'll, I'll definitely all right. make it. Um, and, and just to kind of wrap up, as we talk about Cedia, there's a, a special thing that you get to participate in there that uh, it, it's <laughs> a bit of a tradition. And that's uh, all the frustrated musicians that are in the CI channel getting together with the CE Pro All-Star Band and and, uh, and jamming a bit. Uh, during one of the evenings there. So have you been working on the set with the, with the rest of the band? Yeah, well, not with the rest of the band. So that's the key to this. So we, uh, <laughs> we put together a set list on it. Everybody's got to rehearse their parts. Okay. And then we, uh, normally when we did this the last time, which is 2019, I think the last time we did it, we had an offsite rehearsal space. So everybody came, you know, we run through all the songs, what works, what doesn't work. You know, everybody's got to know their stuff. It's just making it come together. This year, they decided, let's do the rehearsals on the show floor during setups. <laughs> so you get a little a little sneak preview of maybe what works and what doesn't work. But um, it's going to be fun. You know, I think all of everybody's in the industry because we all love music, right? And yeah. movies and music are there. There's so many musicians in the industry. Uh, I think this is, you know, to keep this going, we've been doing it for years and years, dating back to the EH Expo days and, you know, some of the older CD events. But uh uh, our good friend Bob Archer has really helped put this together with with CE Pro and keep this thing going. We're, we're, we called it the One City Tour last time, <laughs> but I think it'll be something fun to do. Just let people blow off some steam. Uh, we're going to perform uh, the night of the first day of the show, and it's right there in the hall. So if you go back, that CE Pro stage is in, I think, the back right corner of the space, and you'll get to see uh, some of your industry uh 
<laughs> cohorts up on stage performing music and I hope everybody will come out, sing and dance and have a good time with us. And and if I recall, you're the drummer, right? Or one of the drummers? Uh, yeah, there's uh, two of us that play drums and then uh, I sing as well. But, uh, you know, we've got different people doing different uh, roles this year. Probably uh, six or eight of us, I think, that were in it last time uh, that are coming back. And then we've got some new people that joined as well, too. So I'm looking forward to a couple of those. Well, we'll see you there. Looking forward to it. It'll be fun just being back together at Cedia uh, as a full show again and and to have some fun stuff and mix in with the work, uh, you know, makes it even better. So uh, looking forward to it, Jim. And uh, thanks so much for taking the time and giving me a preview of what I couldn't get to see in person there uh, <laughs> in Northridge, but uh, we'll definitely see at on the Cedia floor. So uh, great talking to you, Jim, and stay getting healthy and strong for the show. Yep. Thanks, Jeremy. Appreciate the time. Jim Garrett is Senior Director of Product Strategy and Planning for the Harmon Luxury Audio Group. You can learn more about the JBL Synthesis, Mark Levinson, Revel, Lexicon, and Arcam products at harmonluxuryaudio.com. And that wraps up today's show. If you're new to Residential Tech Talks, please subscribe to the weekly podcast on your preferred platform and consider rating or reviewing us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Also, check out all the latest residential tech news at the magazine's website, restechtoday.com, where you can also subscribe to the print or digital magazine and to our Tuesday and Friday email newsletters. Until next time, please stay safe, stay inspired, and let us know if you have a great story to tell.